Welcome to Harmonia. I'm Angela Mariani. In recent years, we've learned much more about women composers of the past, and music that lay forgotten or undiscovered for decades or even centuries continues to come to light. Few of these women lived as early as the Middle Ages, but ironically, one of the most studied, discussed, and performed composers of them all is the 12th century abbess and mystic Hildegard von Bingen. New recordings of her music continue to be produced, and not just by classical artists. What's the attraction of this composer who has been embraced by historical performers and New Age musicians alike? This hour on Harmonia will explore the enduring popularity of Hildegard and a variety of approaches to her music.
Hildegard von Bingen's responsory O Nobilissima Viriditas, performed by medieval ensemble Alba. This responsory on virginity features Hildegard's signature naturalistic language, quote, O noblest green virility rooted in the sun. Who was Hildegard of Bingen? She was born in Germany around 1098 in a little village where two rivers flow into the Rhine, a very verdant area dotted with meadows and vineyards. Nearby was a location considered to be a sacred place, which hundreds of years before had been the home of a hermit, a Celtic monk named Dizibode. By Hildegard's lifetime, a monastic community and women's cloister, called Dizibodenberg, was active there. Back in those days, it was not uncommon for a family to commit one of their children to the religious life, sending the child to be raised in a monastery or convent. For a girl like Hildegard, who seemed to have what we might now call paranormal abilities or some kind of unexplained second sight, her well-off parents probably thought this was the safest place for the youngest of their ten children. Hildegard was put into the care of Jutta of Spanheim, the abbess of Dissibodenberg, who provided her education. Many years later, when Hildegard was around 40, Jutta passed away, and Hildegard took over leadership of the community.
Barbara Kabatkova led the Tibertina Ensemble in Hildegard's antiphon, O Quam Mirabilis Est. Hildegard was a true polymath, excelling in a variety of areas beyond her role as abbess. She was a musician, writer, philosopher, and herbalist. She was greatly respected by her monastic peers, both male and female, and corresponded with politicians and popes. According to Hildegard, her music was inspired by spiritual visions and recorded faithfully in manuscript by her scribe Volmar. These pieces include one of the earliest works of musical drama, a morality play called Ordo Virtutum. Many of her musical works are collected in a volume called The Symphony of the Harmony of Heavenly Revelations. O Virtus Sapientiae, Hildegard von Bingen's antiphon to the figure of Sapientia, or Wisdom, sung by Sequentia from their album Symphonie. Sequentia was one of the first early music ensembles to focus on the music of Hildegard von Bingen. 
Over the course of 20 years, Sequencia, under the direction of Barbara Thornton and Benjamin Bagby, recorded the complete works of Hildegard, including two recordings of Ordo Virtutum. One of Barbara Thornton's goals was to finish this monumental project by the end of Hildegard's 900th birth year, in 1998. The group reached its goal, but sadly without Barbara. She passed away in late 1998 due to complications from a brain tumor. Sequencia's recordings were groundbreaking and set the standard for subsequent Hildegard projects. As interest in Hildegard's music grew, so did the number of recordings and performance styles. Medieval groups, New Age artists, pop musicians, everyone was interested in Hildegard. We can get a sense of the range of interpretations by listening to some side by side. Here are four different interpretations of one of Hildegard's most famous pieces, O Viridissima Virga, a song of praise to the Virgin in which Mary is compared to a green and flowering branch. We'll start with Sequencia's version.
Hildegard's Marian hymn O Viridissima Virga from the 2021 re-release of Sequencia's 1994 album Canticles of Ecstasy. Next, an instrumental version by William Taylor with the ensemble Canti, followed with a rendition by Hesperus.
Hesperus combines solo voice and instruments in their rendition of Hildegard's O Viridissima Virga. They were joined by soprano Rosa Lamoureux on the 1998 recording Luminous Spirit, which was among several albums celebrating the 900th anniversary of Hildegard's birth back in 1998. Before that, we heard an instrumental version of O Viridissima Virga performed by harpist William Taylor with the ensemble Canti. Finally, let's dip into the New Age realm with a collaboration between Richard Souther, Emily Van Evra, and Sister Germaine Fritz. Song to the Mother, 
or O Viridissima Virga by Hildegard von Bingen with vocalists Emily Van Evera and Sister Germaine Fritz on Richard Souther's album Vision, the music of Hildegard von Bingen. Early music can mean a lot of things. What does it mean to you? Let us know your thoughts and ideas. Contact us at harmoniaearlymusic.org, where you'll also find playlists and an archive of past shows. You're listening to Harmonia. I'm Angela Mariani. Welcome back. We're exploring the life and music of Hildegard von Bingen. Hildegard's music has gripped the imagination of modern musicians and listeners for decades. Why? Perhaps because her life story itself is fascinating, and the detail with which it was documented is rare for a woman of her time. And a resurgence of the popularity of various kinds of chant occurred during the 1990s, along with growing interests in atmospheric and other meditative or metaphysical music. Hildegard's soaring melodies and vivid sensual imagery are as well suited to meditation as religious devotion. You can even hear Hildegard's music playing in the offices of therapeutic practitioners, which is not surprising because Hildegard herself was viewed as a healer and wrote extensively on medical treatment and herb lore. One musician, a.k.a. sound shaman, who uses Hildegard's music in a healing context is singer Norma Gentile. She performs candlelight meditation concerts, which are a mixture of poetry, music, and silence in candlelight, and she draws frequently on Hildegard's music. At live performances, the audience is often invited to join in, chanting along in the background. Here is Spiritus Sanctus, Hildegard's hymn to the Holy Spirit, from Norma Gentile's Meditation Chants recording.
Spiritus Sanctus by Hildegard von Bingen, sung by Norma Gentile and her concert audience. Many of Hildegard's songs are dedicated to saints. One of her favorites was Ursula, who, according to legend, was martyred with 11,000 companions while on a pilgrimage. Hildegard wrote a great deal of music dedicated to St. Ursula, and there are many recordings to provide us another good opportunity to sample the range of performance styles that modern musicians have applied to the music of this medieval mystic.
Henrik van den Abela leads Salentes on Hildegard's Ursuline Lodz antiphon Deus Enim Rorem. Next, we'll hear Sequentia's performance of Cum Vox Sanguinis, which tells the story of Ursula's martyrdom.
Cum vox sanguinis, Hildegard von Bingen's telling of the martyrdom of St. Ursula, performed by Sequencia. Our featured recording this hour is the 2022 release Hildegard Portraits by the ensemble Voice. This album celebrates the 10th anniversary of Hildegard's canonization in the Catholic Church, which Pope Benedict finalized in 2012. Singers Emily Byrne, Victoria Cooper, and Clemmie Franks pair Hildegard songs with contemporary music, including the premiere recording of the title work Hildegard Portraits, composed for the ensemble in 2021 by Laura Moody. Let's start with a piece by Hildegard herself, O Mirum Admirandum, an antiphon for St. Disibode. Hildegard's O Mirum Admirandum, performed by the ensemble Voice, on this hour's featured release, Hildegard Portraits, which came out on SOMM Recordings in 2022. Laura Moody's seven-part Hildegard Portraits sets English translations of Hildegard's personal letters rather than her religious texts, seeking to portray Hildegard, quote, as a woman who lived and loved. The text of the fifth excerpt, O Woman, defends the virtues of women in response to criticism of Hildegard's unique religious ceremonies. Oh, 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 
composed by Laura Moody, with text from the letters of Hildegard von Bingen, performed by the ensemble Voice on this hour's featured release, Hildegard Portraits. Hildegard's text, as poignant today as in the 12th century, reads, quote, O woman, oh what a splendid being you are, for you have set your foundation of the sun and have conquered the world. Harmonia is a production of WFIU and part of the educational mission of Indiana University. Support comes from Early Music America, a national organization that advocates and supports the historical performance of music of the past, the community of artists who create it, and the listeners whose lives are enriched by it. On the web at earlymusicamerica.org. Additional resources come from the William and Gail Cook Music Library at the Indiana University Jacobs School of Music. We welcome your thoughts about any part of this program or about early music in general. Contact us at harmoniaearlymusic.org. You can follow us on Facebook by searching for Harmonia Early Music. This edition of Harmonia was written by Angela Mariani and Chelsea Belt. Thanks to our studio engineer, Michael Pashkash, and our production team, Luann Johnson, Wendy Gillespie, Aaron Kane, and John Bailey. I'm Angela Mariani, inviting you to join us again for the next edition of Harmonia. <laughs>